Hello and welcome to episode 83 of the Dan York Report. I want to talk tonight about how to track and monitor the new generic top-level domains or new GTLDs that are on their way to being soon available to all of us for new domain names. I'm talking about things like instead of having .com or .net or .org, we might have .institute, .house, .florist, .plumbing, .tattoo, .sexy, yes, that is real, .community, um, .expert, .guru, .boutique, .bargains, whatever it may be. This is the new world of the new generic top-level domains or new GTLDs. And how do you keep track of it all? I wrote an article on Circle ID about that, and I'll have a link in the show notes. But let's back up for a moment. The domain name system, which is the whole system that we use to translate human-readable names like, well, soundcloud.com, and translate that into an IP address that we actually that our computers use and our devices use to communicate. That's what DNS is all about: taking human-readable uh, domain names, translating them into IP addresses, either IPv4, or IPv6, doesn't matter. Those kind of things. That's what it is. Now, when DNS began, or soon thereafter, there were a series of what are now called today generic top-level domains. .com, .net, .org, .mil, .edu, so on and so forth, a bunch of those. And you would you register a second-level domain, you know, soundcloud.com or danyork.com or internetsociety.org or whatever it might be. You've got that domain name that you've registered in there. Well, the challenge has been, of course, that there's only so many of those. So, you know, I own danyork.com. If there was another Dan York who wanted to operate his own website on that, uh, he can't have the .com. You know, nor can he have the .org because I have that one too. But you know, there's if he wanted to have Dan York dot whatever, he doesn't have a chance right now with those with the generic ones that are there um, because there's not too many opportunities. He'd have to do something else, Dan dash York or whatever it might be, something. So the uh, the idea of expanding the namespace is something that people have have uh, talked about and looked at for many years. And there have been a couple of expansions. There was, uh, back about 10 years ago or so, there was an expansion into some more. There was .biz and .arrow, .coop, .museum. There were a number of those, .tel. Uh, and th- so that space got expanded a little bit in there. Now, there's also, of course, the what are called the CCTLDs, or the country code top-level domains, which are all of the uh, two-letter domain TLDs, and those are actually associated with individual countries. Now, and they're according to the ISO country code, and so many countries operate their own TLD, or they have somebody operating on their behalf. Some of them use it for their countries. Some of them just sell it to anybody that uh, wants to buy a domain in there. And so we've gotten used to seeing some of this, like last.fm, or justin.tv, or bit.ly, 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 or t.co, which is the um, shortener that Twitter uses. All of those are country codes. .co is Colombia, .ly is Libya, you know, and so on and so forth. You've got this kind of thing happening. Well, over the past couple of years, um, ICANN, the Internet Corporation for Assign Names and Numbers, has been embarking on this process called the new generic top-level domains, or new GTLDs. And these are an an expansion of the generic top-level domains. 
And last year, during the process that was going on for the application, there were some 1,930 or something uh, applications for new GTLDs. You heard me right, almost 2,000 applications for new top-level domains. Now, not all of those were accepted, a bunch of things, but there's still about 1,300 or so in the queue, and they're coming out now. Now, what the stage they're at is they're being delegated out of the root, meaning out of the root zone of DNS. They're now being made available in the technical side. They're not, you can't buy them yet in many cases, but, they're, but the, tech, the technical underpinnings are all being put in place. Now, what's happening is that many of them are going into what's called a sunrise period where the trademark, where trademark owners can go and purchase a domain or register domain in those TLDs, in those new GTLDs, um, you know, before everybody else gets a chance. And then there will be a general availability time when people can go and register that. So you too could get something like, you know, fredsmith.plumbing or, you know, whatever you want to go and do. Now, there's a, a question, of course, as to how financially viable all of these will be, but we'll have to see. There's lots of marketing money being thrown around right now, and a lot of people think that theirs will be the next big thing to pull people away from .com or whatever else it may be. But the question is, how can you track them? How can you know that? If you're curious to watch all what's going on. Now, in the Circle ID article that I'll put a link in uh, in the show notes for this, this uh, item, there was a, I mentioned about a page at ICANN's website where they list what are called the delegated strings, which is techie speak for saying the strings, the, the domain names, the TLDs that are now available or not available, all the ones that are up in the technical infrastructure of DNS. Now, that's one way to check it. Unfortunately, that page doesn't seem to be updated as quickly as the domains are being made available. One of the places I like to look is a, a, a site for d- tracking DNSSEC domain names, what domain names have been signed with DNSSEC, because uh, all the new GTLDs have to be um, they have to be accessible over IPv6, and they have to be signed with DNSSEC. So for people like me, it's a beautiful thing because we're seeing those kind of stuff happening. But there's one that I like that shows chronologically when new TLDs are being signed, and that shows you by virtue of doing that where all the what are all the new GTLDs. Now, when I left this, there was a number of comments that were made uh, when I when I posted this uh, that provided some other great resources. There were um, there's a mention of um, a couple of different mailing lists that are out there. Uh, I mentioned as well um, a, a research a TLD DNSSEC report from ICANN that shows some of this. Um, a couple people mentioned some other web websites, uh, Namestat.org, uh, Kevin Murphy's Domain Insight website, which frequently has that. Um, a number of other different websites that are out there that you can check. So I mentioned this all as a place to go and, and um, learn more about what's happening with all these new GTLDs and what's coming on. Now, they're not, as I said, you can't go and register, you know, fredsmith.sexy quite yet, but you will be at some point in time. Um, that'll be coming up in the next months ahead where you'll be able to go and do this. You'll start to see, you know, we're already seeing some of the marketing ad- advertising. We'll see more of it from registrars as the time gets closer. But this is the brave new world of the new generic top-level domains. And I hope this uh, post up at Circle ID can help provide you with some links to where to go and learn a bit more about uh, what all these domain names are and what we can expect to uh, come out in DNS very soon.
That's all for now. You can leave comments here at soundcloud.com slash danyork or on any social networks where this is shared. And you can find all of my audio and writing at danyork.me. One of those country codes out there. It's actually from Montenegro. I met the people behind it. Pretty cool. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.